Yeah. Thank you for joining XROM, which is India's first AR/VR focused podcast. And today, I'm delighted and honored to have with me Mr. Parth Shah, who's a virtual production supervisor at Green Rain Studios and a Visual Effects Society secretary for India chapter. Before joining Green Rain, Parth was instrumental in setting up Centroid. India's Mumbai studio and supervised the studio's performance capture, virtual production, and previous services. Parshas was also the virtual production supervisor for setting up uh, India's first LED volume in 2020, which was in collaboration with Cine Om, Green Rain, Centroid, Liminal, and Famous Studios. So, Parth, really happy to have you on the show. Uh, appreciate you taking time being part of this podcast. Why don't we directly jump into virtual production and your role at Green Range uh, Studio? So maybe you can start with what is virtual production, how does it help, and your your works at uh, Green Range Studios. Sure, sure. Thank you, thank you for inviting. You know, and I think uh, it's an honor to be part of the, this podcast. You know, I see a lot of great lineups you have in the speaker session. Uh, so to introduce quickly about myself, and I think most of them uh, you covered. So I'm acting as a virtual production supervisor at Green Range. and working across uh, lots of projects across asia uh, so uh, that's largely india japan korea uh, that we're working upon and and uh, you know probably in the coming months uh, announcing those projects as well as what initiatives we've been working upon so i think hopefully that news should be out i mean we have been working hard from on, on that initiative from past one and a half year or so so just looking forward to that uh, i mean virtual production to to i mean it's 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 a area which is i mean virtual production has been happening for many years because it 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 consists of lot of components to put it very in a simpler way it's it's more like a physical production in a virtual world i would i would say it in in in, in a one liner it's a physical production that happens in a virtual world and uh, it it encompasses of lots of things it, it contains your world capture visualizations performance capture uh, now in camera vfx is something that's that's coming up a lot uh and uh, you know back in my previous career which was centroid i mean they have been doing motion capture and virtual camera for many years now even before i joined them they have been performing that so i mean virtual camera and everything has been part of it but i think at this stage uh it's it's getting more structurized you know everything is getting a, a proper name uh, a jargons are coming together the components are coming together and and it's getting more structured it's it's a great tool uh, for film makers in this generation i would say right yeah so i guess i mean the entire film making process you know right from creating to distribution is being up upended with you know not just virtual production with virtual reality and and and, and i think all of these technology i think is going to play a huge role in 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 storytelling you know you know right from artificial intelligence to virtual reality to virtual production so so there's this great shift that we are we, we are seeing but you know obviously there are a lot of these traditional filmmakers traditional content creators you know who who don't really understand this you know obviously you mentioned about world capture virtual capture in camera vfx you know performance capture uh, i try and simplify to this to my traditional i mean you know the, those traditional filmmakers who who really do not know what virtual production is and possibly maybe you can give some use cases that okay this is where you know your entire journey of creating content can be upended the virtual production consists of lots of you know it, it's like a, you know you're going to a vegetable uh vendor and and there you know there's a cart of different vegetables similar so when you go to a virtual production studio they have a various uh, services so there is visualization world capture performance capture 
and and each of them starts from a hayaki you know so to ideally it would start from something as called as world capture uh world capture is nothing but uh you know creating assets into 3 now there are multiple ways of doing it uh initially we used to do modeling 3d modeling in maya and you know other softwares which 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 has been happening you know from past many years uh, there there are more uh you know better technologies and solutions out right now which is called photogrammetry or lidar scanning what it does is basically it scans a real object and converts that into 3d uh it does require special equipment to do such but the benefit is that you get an accurate model a 3d model as well as you know the the textures and everything deformations are accurate now largely we do lidar scanning for locations uh you know eventually and to build up so if if it's a real life location if it, if there's a mumbai city we need to build modeling that would take ages for us you know uh, if it's for a small so i mean and it's faster doing it lidar scan so generally we have been doing it for projects where we are restoring restoring the entire physical sets into the digital world so that also has the vfx in the in, in the later pipeline so that's that's stage of world capture when i mentioned about uh so yeah digitizing everything that's that's out there uh once the assets are digitized then comes the character where where there's photogrammetry as well so photogrammetry is basically again doing a digitization you know digital version of your character so you know uh, we we scan these characters and and convert them into 3d characters because now so now we have a world and now we have a character then comes performance capture so what performance capture is doing even though we have a, a world and a character which is just in standard typos performance capture is 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 a tool where uh, we capture the actor's performance and use that as an animation to drive over cg characters uh, again it's it's performance capture has been there in the industry i think since 1970 is that initially it was used in medical for gait analysis and that was motion capture then then performance capture kept on developing and i think now performance capture is basically when you capture the facial performance body performance and finger all together within audio that's what performance capture stands uh so after world capture comes performance capture where we are capturing these characters to drive the animation the entire purpose of doing doing this is for a, a process called visualization so initially what used to happen is uh, you know the directors or uh, in the film makers used to have storyboards they used to draw storyboards but that was restricting them on a 2d frame so that was on a piece of a paper where they used to draw and and definitely it was it was helpful you know from many years I mean, because that process has been successful so in many years it, it has been uh, helpful what it wasn't helping them is to visualize how a light would react or if it's an animating shot you know how would the camera flow you know if if that's an actual good shot or not that's when the previous came previous stands for it's a short form for pre visualization uh pre visualization is basically to put it in a very simpler way it's it's an animated video it's an animated version of your film so it's like creating a uh, animated movie for your script and then and then focusing on that you know how how the storyline would work upon now the benefit of this was it was helping filmmaker understand okay what the animation is you know how is the framing is the framing good uh or do i need to change my uh, you know framing so that's what the previous was largely being used you know helpful for and then again under visualization it's it's a it's a big big umbrella but i'll just talk about just few things so that's previous then there is stunt based stunt based is similar as stunt visualization 
it's largely beneficial for uh, i would say visualizing your stunt actions i mean uh, there are great examples that's been done for mad max you know out there you know uh, by guy narishi he was a stunt director as well and he's, he has started his own uh, watch production studio as well right now and uh, and and other than stunt ways is tech ways tech ways is technical visualization so once your previous is done uh, when the director is finally you know he says okay this is what my storyline is going to be the editing is finished so that we know okay this is what the shots are this is what the timeline is once the previous is finalized then we move on to a stage called tech ways and i to be honest i stress upon tech ways a lot uh, in, in in whatever projects i am in part of because it's a very important important stage what tech ways lets you do is as as the word stands it's technical visualization so for example if there's a shot that's been selected in previous tech ways will basically break down that shot and understand how it has to be shot on stage so how would you execute on a film stage if if there's a particular dolly in that's happening what uh, grip would you use what uh, lens would you be shooting it on uh, if it's shot against an led or if it's shot against a green screen or if it's a live location all of these decisions are taken in techwis uh, and and it's to be honest the entire purpose of watch production i would say uh, in a, the cost effective where, where people focus it's it's a cost effective solution it's it's basically if you do a good techwis it it's going to definitely help you ahead because that's when you're going to save cost if you're going to understand how much of a equipments and everything are would be required as well so uh, techwis is 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 an important step post tech twist after the tech twist is done uh we move on to principal production so uh that's the, so until here it was all pre production so all of the stage which i mentioned world you know world capture performance capture uh, visualization so previous tech twist and all of this happens before we even go on to the actual shooting flow so it's all all part of a pre production on production stage that's when it's either decided okay during tech wise okay did we decide to go ahead with an led or did we decide to go ahead with a chroma or is it a live location so all of this decisions are taken uh, you know all of this decisions are taken care of if it's shot against a chroma or an led that's when two things comes in that is in, in camera vfx and simulcam simulcam is is to put it very simple in a very simple way it's basically tracking your camera compose if you have a green screen it will composite the background in real time not the final output but the dop can visualize okay what's going to come so they are not just shooting on a blank chroma and and if there is any ar character say an avatar you know avatar characters they can visualize them on the on the real world so it's more like an ar it says ar toolkit uh but now on a film camera so that's what the simulcam stands for and the other in camera vfx tool which is out there i think which is getting a lot popular nowadays is shooting against an led led screen uh and that's beneficial because it acts as a two thing you get your final output in camera as well as it acts as a light source uh and creates an ambient light and reflection for for our surface and i think the last piece after after all of this is done is uh in the editorial stage comes post viz uh and i would say that's the last stage of uh watch production where post viz is basically if you have a plate shot say against a chroma or uh, you know even a normal plate what post viz does is basically it will add a rough vfx a very drafted vfx not a final pixel but very rough vfx 
on that CG background. So it will key out. They'll just put uh, elements uh, in a what the CG scene is going to be. Uh, this is useful because it will tell the VFX house how much is the VFX going to be, and they can success. I mean, and they can give an approximate and a good estimate of the bidding. You know, when it comes to bidding. It's uh, you know they can give a right bidding as well based upon the post base as well. So these are all the stages. You know it, it's it's a big umbrella as I said. You know of virtual production. Uh, I try to compress it in I mean as short as possible. But yeah, it's it's a big area which has to be covered upon on yeah. So far, traditional filmmakers had to use just a camera, possibly the sound team, and the actors. Now all of them are disappearing, and you're saying that everything can be digitized, and you know can be done in a closed room, closed studio environment. Your final SFX can also be rendered. Everything right from the pre to the post uh, production can be done, and, and and from your pre viz to your post viz, stunt viz, tech viz. So so these are obviously loaded words, but I guess I think every content creator or production house needs to pay attention to this this transition or shift which is happening because it's it's creating accessibility and democratizing content creation. You know simultaneously which has been happening somehow because of the role of technology you know today i i think you know artificial intelligence machine learning you know the these generative ai is playing such a huge role in what could be the future of storytelling and somehow i mean as a content creator as a production house if you are not paying attention to these things you you will be you know nowhere because things are moving so so very fast so so you was uh, you were also part of uh, of you know india's first virtual production volume studio here in, in india would you like to talk about that first experiment in you know, a setting up uh, this thing you mentioned that oh it, it it's it it's cost effective yes it's cost effective in the long run but in the short run it's superbly expensive because these led vo volumes these curved walls they are very very expensive what, what talk to us about the journey you know putting up that uh, virtual studio in in collaboration with famous studios in centroid uh, what what was the learnings from there how did you guys manage to you know put that thing together and while the studio was there what was some of the experiences that you built leveraging that studio sure definitely i would i, I can i can definitely speak about that but you know just coming to the previous point which was about you know i mean i, I totally agree when it comes to technical when when it uh, when they first introduced to these technologies so there's there's also a thing called virtual scouting which is basically you know you can virtual scout either wearing a vr headset or or in vr where you can basically go move around the 3d scene and and, and visualize so what well what we do is whenever the dop or or a filmmaker comes in you know uh, we don't use the jargons we, we would put it in a way say you know this is the virtual recce you know so because they're familiar with the word recce now uh we have a virtual camera as well we won't say it's it's a virtual camera we could say it's 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 an actual camera so we and and we try to mount those virtual camera on an actual film grips so when they look at the grip it's like you know that's that's a really you know equipment which they handle so it's yeah we we try to make it as simple as possible uh though this you know this jargons are meant for our technical uh you know people out there but yeah we we try to make it as simple as possible for them and slowly introduce this uh, jargons to them because eventually it helps us in the long run uh, for the technical team to perform better on stage because we understand what they're exactly asking for 
now i'm uh, talking about the 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 watch production stage that we had in and this was uh, post pandemic you know initially i think the first wave after the first wave uh, we wanted to do this thing before the first wave itself uh, it was me and uh, priyan parabhi is a good friend of mine you know from from cineo it's in again that so we we met and i was running sanford at that time in india uh, and uh, we actually did one open house in i think February 2020, and that was largely for Simul Cam demo. So where we had an open house, we invited people, and we wanted to do an LED, but it was very expensive at that moment, and uh, we thought to give it uh, some time because you know we didn't have uh, a sufficient budget to to put up an actual LED LED stage at that at that point of time. And then Mar- at March, the COVID came in, the world stopped at at that moment. But then uh, I think in the June, India had. Had opened down, you know. It it was relaxed. There was some relaxation in in the COVID, and we 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 met together and we and we again got introduced to two our new friends as well. One from Liminal and one from Green Rain. So you know, we four of us sat sat down and we just thought, you know, let's let's do this. You know, everyone will has some specialities. You know, let's come in with that and then put up a stage together. Uh, because it's time. It is someone starts in India at the, at that moment. So it it, it was that decision. uh so we we had a good partners in that case you know and everyone who came in with their specialities uh and and we we also bought some led panels and and decided to watch shape and everything has to be so i think we had the panel for around a month and in that month day in and night we were just experimenting a lot on panel and setting up the understanding what is the pipeline what is the limitation we were trying to push that boundary over there and in the end of the one month we had an open house where we invited people from industry everyone from industry came down visited the you know we had an epic also coming down and, and checking out the space and everything so that that was a successful show but the learning the purpose of putting up that pop up lab what we had is to see what is the limitation of this and we did get lot of learnings so for example i'm i'm definitely happy to share those learnings so, i mean one of the learnings which we definitely got is you cannot shoot a very day, bright daylight scene in an early stage uh, we understood what is the safe distance to keep an actor away from the screen uh we understood what is the frame rate limitations on on shooting on that screen so there were a lot of technical knowledge also that we acquired and uh and as well as creative so you know that that was a good learning experience for us and we came up with seven different scenarios we 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 decided to shoot seven different scenes from beach to jungle to uh i think it was a gymnastic or a gym uh, so there were like seven different scenes we picked up in different lighting scenarios and we decided to see what we can do i mean we we were again we were limited on resources we didn't have much of a uh, i would say a production designer or an art director on board it was just four of us friends you know who were heading this companies and they were all all of us were doing great work and we were doing ourselves so even the actors were you know ourselves in some of the shots it's me or kalan or someone you know acting out in the scene but we were just trying to beat the boundary i think one of the interesting inventions that we were trying to do at that time and i'm not sure if anyone has done it that one was we clubbed motion capture with led so what happened in in screen is there's an led background in front there's a real person walking around the space and in front of that there's a cg monster who is acting so it's it's basically clubbing all the technologies together and someone in a vr headset who is moving that sofa around him so you know he is is landing in the right spot so it, it was a fun experiment zone for us and and great learning as well i would say 
but uh, and i think that has something that has helped all four of us to move ahead in this industry and see where you know and then that's why we are able to guide people a lot better at the stage and even set up the pipeline as well so uh, but yeah i mean you know the the, the times are possible but the yeah, short answer i what 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 we have learned is not every scene is meant to be shot against led i know it's tempting but that's a very important thing which is out there and that that's always what we can you know convey to film makers when they say that you know it's a virtual production film we want to shoot against led we my 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 suggestion as a virtual production supervisor would be you know what the script is does the actually short requires that if it doesn't please don't do it because again it comes with the restrictions you can't do an action scene on an led wall so yes that's 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 okay Right. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know when you have new technology, then everybody wants to just do it just for the heck of it, you know. So yes, I, I mean, you know, I mean, right. kudos to you and, and and you know the the entire team because I mean, yes, that was I think the the first of its kind here in India, the LED volume, and I'm sure there's so much that you guys would have had learned, and now you guys are leveraging it for real world use cases and working with these big production houses. Uh, talk to me about some some of the use cases, some of the works that you have built. which uh, and and the problems that you have solved you know how it can relate to a traditional filmmaking and you know how and why he should leverage that and how it has you know it has helped so maybe if you could talk about some of those you know that it'll be really nice definitely so i mean uh, i mean most some of the projects are still you know as as yet to be released so you know i would without naming those projects i can definitely share what the solutions were of these problems uh, so i mean generally what used to happen in india and this was i think last year is for one of the productions the client didn't hand budget but uh, uh, but what i realized is is the led is the solution for that because the it's it's an aircraft shot you know it's it's from a cockpit perspective and and the led is is some is is a good source for reflection now in india uh, keying is cheaper you know it, it's it's cheap to do keying out because it's cost effective and it's not going to cost them a lot and and you know it's easier to do it in tools nowadays what is difficult is you know giving the actual reflection of the scene and projecting it back on a on a plate that was shot against chroma so that sometimes becomes trickier it's not impossible it becomes trickier you know it, it used to be a difficult thing uh what we ended up doing is uh we we had the mock up of the plane and and uh, the entire back wall instead of having the back wall as led we instead had a chroma over there and and the entire led surface that we had was projected in front of the uh plane uh and when the director now started filming so it's basically a plane i'm i'm shooting at the plane and behind the camera is the entire led wall that's throwing all the content on the plane now this was helpful in a way where they didn't had to build up the entire mandalorian size stage because the it's, it's a massive budget uh second thing they were familiar with shooting against chroma so they, they weren't scared of something new coming in out in the way and they weren't locking down on the framing as well at that stage so that was another benefit and they were getting a really really great reflections of the entire sky everything on the plane surface the the wings the the cockpit the driver the helmet everything was coming in camera itself and which was you know the, i i remember the reaction which they had after looking at that shot on the monitor uh they were very happy you know they they, they you know and and they felt, and even the actor was happy because now they could see uh themselves you know they, they could see the content playing out in front of them and and they could react to that as well so uh 
it was a great benefit for actor as well as for a director and cinematographer because now they were getting the content in camera itself you know it's it's giving the those powers back to them rather than saying okay we'll fix it in the post uh that that you know that that has gone but i think then the and the vfx also was also you know were happy because they didn't had they weren't worried about not getting the i would say uh, the 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 texture projection on the plane back so i think that was one and in that there are tons of examples out there i think another example was also for uh, one of the shows it's a mythological uh, movie that's going to come out in bollywood but what we try to do is the you know the director wanted to build you know show this the story happening in the veranda of an old house which is set inside in the jungle uh now the production designer had only 15 days to build up that set as well as you know what i mean it, it, it was a bit of a chaos at that stage you know when I, before we entered this entered the project and then when i got on board on that project we realized that you know they they didn't have to build an actual set you know they didn't they don't have to build the entire house you know that's going to cost them around 8 to 7 cr you know it's it's not real actually and uh, as well as uh, the stage that they were going to shoot on the size is not sufficient to build the actual house as well over there so in all of this thing they weren't aware about so that's when we we got them familiar with the virtual camera tech ways all of the solutions in place when they realized okay you know probably i don't need to build my entire house you know they so we went through the entire entire cycle of this we did the world capture we created the set in 3d we did the virtual scouting we did performance capture for the actor blocking uh we gave the director uh, sorry the dop actual virtual camera and they were framing the shot uh after that we we got the the art director in vr headset where they could see around their scene and they can understand what is the scale of my scene you know if if the materials and everything is looking good or not so they could they could understand those things and then we did the tech quiz after tech quiz you and really, we i mean they just had to build two staircases and a veranda in this at the sitting area in the center that's all and the everything else was chroma i think they ended up saving around 65% of the cost what they were estimating earlier and that's that's a huge saving you know what what they were uh, thinking before so you know, that's that's a benefit of doing that i mean one of the recent project I, again because the project is still uh, yet to be released under the production uh, but i can definitely say the figure which they were able to save what they were initially planning to build up a set was going to cost them 9 crores Uh, after doing this entire exercise, the the entire set now has been built in the cost of two crores. So they ended up saving seven crores. Though the VFX budget went up a bit, but that was ten percent. So initially, I, I think it was costing them sixty lakhs. Now it is cost, costing them seventy lakhs itself. So I think that's that's the magic of this. You know, you it, it's cost effective. It's helping them basically plan their movie very effectively. so you know the money is getting spent where it's needed to be spent yeah right but stay away only because the works over here talk a little bit more about you know the, the bollywood studios the ad agencies you know the small production houses talk about some use cases where you have seen and you are like really excited about the movement in the entire virtual production space over here in india i think one of the very another exciting studios uh and and this is this is very i'm i'm happy to share is is uh, this dop uh, in hyderabad called manoj i mean he has done great movies you know he is one of the recent movie which was successful by him was called radhisham as well you know he was dop so he he has been experimenting in this space as well and and i think we we all started at the same time in covid 
you know but uh, he has been leveraging this technology in hyderabad and chennai as well, a lot and uh, and i think recently they shot a music video along with uh, mr shrinivas mohan who is also uh, a very uh, you know celebrated uh, vfx supervisor in india uh, he was also a vfx supervisor for triple r as well so i mean together they, i think they shot one song as well music video in in chennai and that was beautiful you know i mean i when i saw that it, it's you know it's amazing the the quality of work that's coming out from india and and i think i think in media moms in delhi has also set up some stage so i think people you know across india are now coming up with pop up stages there are i i mean i'm sure i mean i personally i'm building three stages so i, I know you know that, that there's so much of thing that's happening over here in india now that i think in the span of a year or two there's going to be a massive boom in the industry and i think this is is going to be because I think Annapurna is on first of October. Annapurna is also launching their watch production stage. So it's just, you know, I think everyone from every part of India there is there is there is availability of the stage. Uh, and this is going back to what twenty twenty was for me. You know, the 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 problem was the reason it was expensive for filmmakers over here was because there was no ready stage for them to come and shoot. What they had to do, they had to first pay the rent of the uh, the, the property. as well as the rent of hiring the equipments technicians and then putting up together so that was a big cost that adds to their if if it's a ad film which is for a one day you know shoot it's it's a huge budget for them whereas if there are this ready stages which are available in india it becomes easier and just another medium or just another floor for this production houses to go shoot and then move out in a day one so i think that's 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 something which is going to be really helpful and uh, i see a lot of content uh, you know in the coming years from everywhere across the india you know uh, using this technology leveraging this technology right yeah, yeah some exciting things you spoke about annapurna yeah. media monks i think in another couple of years maybe you know this would be more more and more accessible and the entire uh, the way i think how you create content is going to be upended you know right from your pre to the post uh, post journey you mentioned about gaming engines now these gaming engines are scaring out the traditional you know studios you know you who use traditional offline and online editing softwares because you know here they are building you know photorealistic content uh so so how is that playing up and what would be your advice to those production houses and agencies should they be paying more attention to this and if somebody is interested where and how do they start right so i think i mean it totally depends on what look they are trying to achieve the treatment of the film uh because to be honest no even though unreal and and unity are advancing day by day i mean to be honest at this stage it's not going to be a red shift or or that kind of render you know if it's it's a product vision so there there's this space for everything you know there's there's uh, there's a market for each of the softwares out there i mean the modeling i mean some of the projects we have been working on the modeling still happens in maya the you know uh, the other texturing still happens in substance and uh, probably the F, i mean the fx definitely happens in houdini because that's you know the unreal is still coming out there so there's still this, this other dcc tools that's going to be there which is going to be a supported tool for uh, this game engines i think uh, where game engines are more helpful in the production if that product is meant for uh, say i mean i mean I, i've been doing uh, animated shows like you know lot of these animated shows which are coming out right now where the characters are live driven you know this is where it's, it's, it could be useful for where they, they want to churn out large amount of content 
but uh, I think that's why the game engines are very helpful because then you cut down on your rendering time. So that it depends on what what the final treatment is going to be like. Uh, but I think it's it's still some there's still some time for this game engines to reach at a level where uh, uh, say Arnold or uh, NX Redshift renderers are currently doing. There's still some gap over there. And uh, but yeah, I think I I I can be proven wrong as well in a year or so because you know there's advanced advancement happening so fast that like a person can only imagine about that. So I believe. Uh, but yeah, that, so to, my advice for this production houses would be you know uh, not to get scared from this game engines, but to probably uh, just add that as a tool to their existing pipeline, because what has happened right now. And I think NVIDIA has also released, uh, and which we have been testing in our pipeline as well, is is called Omniverse, NVIDIA Omniverse. What Omniverse does is basically it connects your any DCC tool, so it can be Maya to Unreal, you know, Unreal to Substance, and it creates a bridge bridge between them. So it, it's not necessary that a person has to learn Unreal Engine to fully create any content out there. They can still create the content in in Maya, have an Omniverse or you know live link, and then they can send their content into Unreal. Just for rendering out from Unreal Engine, so it's yeah, it's definitely not not gonna I would say replace Maya or any other software. It's just adding a, a tool I would say which lets you do quicker rendering, real time rendering. I would say that's the benefit of Unreal Engine, uh, and I'm not replacing what what the other DCC does. Right, I think that I think every tool will have its own role to play but yes there's that other side which you kind of mentioned you know the role the, the way technology is growing and it's creating things you know who could have thought we, that we could have got it photorealistic content you know and what would that do in another possibly five ten years the evolution would we require actors so so there's these all of these conversations going on and and it's a very interesting space to be so so i always feel that i mean obviously like like you mentioned you know not to get scared but try and be a lifelong learner you know try and you know pick on these small small things you know reach out to people because right now you know the social media world is full of these content creators you know Ian Hubert, Mark Work, Work, Workman doing some awesome stuff and you reach out to them and they're more than happy to kind of uh, you know to, you know help you and and there are te- people in India who's doing some amazing thing epic their team is doing some uh, amazing thing so my last question to you, you Parth would you kind of like summarize is like like two or three really uh, pointers where it, virtual production really can upend traditional filmmaking and all traditional filmmaking should look at those two three things and and, and, and what's your roadmap paint a picture of uh, how do you see this uh, uh, yourself and green rain virtual production in the next uh, five to ten years for me i think there's I mean, there's a lot happening and I'm just looking forward for the official announcements of what I've been working on from past one and a half year. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's something big that's going to come because, uh, you know, I've, I've been designing the entire architect of the pipeline for that particular stage. And uh, it's, it's a stage where, where every virtual production technician or a supervisor dreams about. So it has technologies ranging probably from everything. So from inertial motion capture to optical motion capture to all the simulcams, LED, there is, uh, you know, every pipeline, there's a visualization pipeline. So it it's, encompasses all the components, even the photogrammetry and LiDAR. So yeah, it's everything packaged in one, one beautiful space out there. So yeah, 
hopefully in coming months that should be you know something that that's going to launch and uh, again hoping that the projects you know that have been got an opportunity to work across asia would be launched as well so yeah it's it's an exciting op- you know space where we are at uh, and uh, i think you know it's 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 looking good you know i think down two years i'm i'm quite happy with the amount of projects and the the works that's been happening around uh, very excited as well you know and uh, yeah looking forward also to what you know content creators are doing across india as well and, and what's going to happen over here because yeah it's 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 now you know i i don't think there's any limitations that's coming i think there are the contents even you know again with metaverse coming in you know with 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 lot of uh, i think recently airtel launched their metaplex you know there's there's so many things that's coming up right now i can just only imagine you know what could be happening in the in the in the coming future yeah some some crazy things happening metaverse yeah. web trio your photogrammetry yeah. lidar your your virtual production and volumetric capture yeah. I, i think all of these are now i think converging and binding once it it, it binds i think you know we will transition from that web 2o to web 3o and, and that creator economy yeah. that we all talk about very seamlessly i think because the the so far the content has been td i mean in in 2d but we are transitioning from that 2d world into a 3d world and, and the demand is going to be uh, the growth is going to be humongous because all content i think is going to move from 2d to 3d and i think the studio that you talking about i mean uh, wish you the very best looking forward for it because finally i think you know there there are so many cool things happening over here and so uh, as, as a content creator you don't need to go out to you know west to you know shoot you could shoot everything in an in indian studio over here with you know possibly the same virtual background as as as, right. as the west so so exciting space but really wish you the, the yeah. very best i think you want to say something yeah so i was going to say i mean the two to three pointers as well you know like what you were talking about you know that that our virtual production i think one thing which every every person should also definitely consider even when they are doing virtual production even if it's a shooting against led or you know shooting against chroma or anything i think the most important step for them is to do two things that is previews and techniques i think if they are thorough if they are given a great amount of time to this two things uh, i think i don't think they are going to ever fall uh, scared of getting onto an led stage because that's the two things that's going to answer them how the film is going to be shot and and uh, even when i'm doing any any projects right now i always focus is you know if there's a good amount of time that's given to this because eventually going to save them tons of money out there and and also the planning becomes good the, the better the planning the better the execution out there so that's that's one thing where which which i should always focus and i think one thing was also which which i'm very excited about is this where ai is, is going towards right there are two things in ai that was i was always imagining initially i was thinking okay you know how would you create an image from an ai and now there are tons of options out there which creates from ai then i was thinking okay that's just limiting to uh, a 2d image what would happen if 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 rash to be a motion capture and then there is mo.ai which has come out so it's basically you upload a video to them or there's class there's so many other websites that uh, you know just upload a video to them and it creates a marvelous motion capture video for you out there so i think yeah it's it's it's, it's great to see you know where where things are head, heading towards and uh, you know how ai is is fastening this process earlier you know it is to be a long tedious process of of uh, you know imagining how the motion capture would happen so yeah i think it's it's, it's just crazy you know at what speed this this uh, evolutions are happening
right right crazy thing so i i mean my only thing is to all those content creator is pay attention to technology you mentioned you know with ai dolly 2 to uh, google's image in, is doing text to images and there's the general generative adversarial networks doing some crazy deep fakes and videos uh, generative ai procedural wall generation there's some crazy crazy things happening so yes but i think you need to pay attention and I think nothing can stop a content creator to create uh, awesome content. So on that note, Parth, really appreciate you taking time and being part of the podcast. And to my listeners, if you like what you see in here, then please press the subscribe button. Until next time, see you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Parth. Really appreciate this. Thank you. Thank you so much.